Anyway, all right, well, let's get going here. Um, here we are, Living on Purpose, From Mediocrity to Maturity, Part 3, July 4th, 2022. So we've been unpacking 2 Peter chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through, you know, 11-ish. Uh, right in there has really been our purpose. And what we've been enc- encouraging us toward is leaving a mediocre, mediocre life uh, for a life of, of spiritual maturity. maturity. This is the goal, beloved. Like, this isn't yeah. just for pastors who need to do this. <clears throat> this is for everybody who names the name of Jesus. Yeah. We need to press on into mm-hmm. maturity. Jesus was our example. Paul writes about it. I mean, all throughout the scriptures. I, we don't want to spend a bunch of time going there. But yeah. the fact is, we're called to grow mm-hmm. and to mature in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we've been talking about in Second Peter, is looking uh, at these promises that are ours that that tell us what maturity looks like and what these promises are. So he says in Second Peter one eight that that if we will pursue maturity, that listen to this, you're never going to be unbarren spiritually speaking. Mm-hmm. You're going to bear fruit for the kingdom of God if you'll mature. Secondly, you'll you'll never be unfruitful means you'll never have a time in your life where you aren't um, um, affecting others, influencing Mm -hmm. others, Mm -hmm. affecting others for the kingdom of God. You're never going to be barren. You're never going to be unfruitful. I mean, listen to these promises. Next in verse 10, he said, you're never going to stumble. And we made the point that this isn't a stumbling that means you know, you're just never going to make a mistake, right? right? We're, we, we all stumble in many things, mm-hmm. the scripture says, but it means we'll never stumble to the point where we're going to completely lose our faith in Jesus. Right. The, then the next promise there is that when we mature, when we, when we incorporate the disciplines that we're unpacking here, when we incorporate those into our life, we'll be given, listen to this, an abundant entrance into the everlasting kingdom of God. It means we don't just get in by the skin of our teeth. It means that we get in hearing those words, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. There's an abundant entrance into the kingdom of God. Man, I want that. Confidence. Confidence. Mm -hmm. Joyfulness. Like, I'm going there. Yeah. Not not wondering in those last moments. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, so looking at those promises, then we ask ourselves the question, what is, what is our purpose that produces those promises? What's our purpose that, that, that gives us that guarantee? How do we go from mediocrity to maturity? Mm-hmm. And so Peter tells us, and this is what we're unpacking, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. Amen. So those are the disciplines that if we'll be diligent, it means intentional, passionate, Mm -hmm. driven, motivated toward if those disciplines are are incorporated into our life, then those promises that we talked about, those promises of maturity and growth and and, and uh, effectiveness, mm-hmm. they'll be realized in our life. So we started last week with faith. 
faith in Christ for our own salvation, but then faith in God's word and faith in God's promises so that we can mature. Then we talked about virtue. Add to your faith, which is the the beginning point, now add to your faith virtue. Virtue is living a life in line with the moral excellence of Jesus. That's what virtue is, okay? We described it as manliness, but it doesn't have anything to do with gender. That's just Mm -hmm. an old word that that bespeaks manliness, moral courage, Mm -hmm. do the right thing. Mm -hmm. So add to your faith virtue. Now today, he tells us, adding to our virtue, knowledge, knowledge. Now, when we talk about knowledge, beloved, and here's the point that we're going to make today, knowledge isn't just head knowledge. Mm -hmm. Knowledge isn't just understanding something and being even being able to articulate it. Here's what knowledge is, scripturally speaking. And there's different forms of this Greek word, um, gnosko. And gnosko in the Greek, it's an experiential knowledge. Mm It's not just understanding in your head, but it's it's knowing it and experiencing it mm-hmm. in your heart and in your mind and in your life. And so in the ancient days, if you were to use this word gnosko to say that I know something, mm-hmm. it would never, ever be used just for intellectual knowledge. Mm-hmm. It would be, I know this. Mm-hmm. I've experienced this. This is real in my life. And so Peter writes here and says, add to your faith virtue and to virtue uh, knowledge Mm -hmm. and experience of Jesus. Now, how are are you going to get knowledge? This is super simple, but we need to state the obvious. It's knowledge of God's word, knowledge of God's will, and knowledge of God's ways. That all leads to an encounter with Jesus, but it's all through knowing, experientially knowing the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I want to give you this contrast here and, and set this up. Sarah's going to read these next few verses for us, but I want you to, to understand this. You can be super religious, you can follow all kinds of rules and totally not experience Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you go, Steve, how can you do that? How is that even possible? Well, the Pharisees, the religious leaders, of Jesus day the sadducees the religious leaders of Jesus day they totally missed Jesus they had the they had the scripture memorized more than most of us ever will mm-hmm. so they knew it intellectually but they didn't know it experientially yeah. now check this out listen to what Jesus says to the pharisees the religious leaders of his day this is John 5 39 and 40. Check this out. You study the scriptures, for in them you think you have life. But these are they that testify of me. But you're not willing to come to me. I mean... There it is. Yeah, just the disconnect. You know, and and later in the parables, how it talks about, it's given to you to understand the parables, but to them, it's hidden Yep. They'll never understand it. Yep. So you need the Holy Spirit. You absolutely, out. You absolutely need mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, which is what we're going to end with today. But the issue 
again, of Jesus saying to the uber-religious, mm-hmm. hey, you study the scriptures. Yeah. You study the scriptures because your, your, your intellect tells you that, that if you know the scriptures, you're going to have life. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said, there's a point beyond the scripture that has to happen. Mm-hmm. And that point is a personal encounter with the person of Jesus mm-hmm. because it's the scriptures, beloved, that testify of Jesus. Yeah. It's the scriptures that need to lead us into an encounter with Jesus. And so when the scriptures give us great promises and great hope and great comfort and all that, it's not just, oh, I understand that. No, I. they need I to... Yeah, but they need to, yes, they need to lead us into experiencing the hope of Jesus and the comfort of Jesus and the life of Mm -hmm. Jesus. And and the same thing is true when the scriptures convict us of our sin. Mm -hmm. When the scripture convicts us of our sin, friends, it has to lead us to that same place where we encounter Jesus Mm -hmm. and we come and we confess our sin, we repent. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's confession or promise, whether it's power or rebuke, the scriptures need to lead us into an intimate Mm -hmm. experience with the person of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because like the religious people of old, dude, you can study all you want. You you can have your, your study at your house lined with doctorate degrees Mm -hmm. of all different types of theological study, and you cannot know Jesus. Yeah. Dude, you that's know, intense. Yeah, you know what? I keep I've thought of this for zillions, but the English language, as neato as it is, just cannot touch the the Greek. Yeah, I mean the detail. It and you know it, even in in Spanish, you would say "yo conozco" a city, mm-hmm. and that means you've experienced the city you mm-hmm. know what you've experienced you know the streets inside and out you don't just throw out like you know i know mm-hmm. i've experienced that's how how you express your hometown or your yeah. your home city so it's the same thing with christ right here in the greek to know the ins the outs i've experienced him but so I, I just encourage everybody. I mean, you, y'all need a strong concordance, big time, <laughs> to go into really the detail of what the scripture means, especially in the New Testament. Yeah, I, I was taught a long time ago. Every yeah. follower of Jesus needs a strong concordance and a Haley's Bible handbook. Yeah, if you'll just arm mm-hmm. yourself with those two things, a strong concordance yeah. and a Haley's Bible handbook. Mm-hmm. Man, it'll get you way on down the road. Yeah. And uh, I'd be happy to teach you how to use it. It's very, very yeah. simple. It's like going from milk to meat. That's right. It's yeah. going to help you mature. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you encounter mm-hmm. and experience Jesus. Practical. Now, let me give you one more verse. This is Matthew twenty-two twenty-nine, And again, just to belabor the point here, Jesus is talking to the Sadducees here. And Matthew twenty two twenty nine. listen to what he says to these religious people. You know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. <laughs> Can you imagine y'all this? You spent your life studying. Yeah. And you've missed the point. And you've missed it yeah. because they missed Jesus. Again, man, being religious isn't going to get it done. Being in the word, mm-hmm. 
man, letting the word be in you. That's why it cracks me up, you know, as a pastor, you hear people say all kinds of crazy things to you. You know, whether you're on an airplane or whatever, you're talking, sharing life with someone. And and inevitably, somebody's going to say something like this. Oh, yeah, I've read the Bible. Like it's mere literature. Oh, I've read the Bible. Like that that means something. That that somehow gives you favor with God or... You know, it, it's a it's a checklist thing or whatever. Listen, y'all, you can read the Bible all you want and miss Jesus. This is our this is our point today. Add to your faith virtue and a virtue experiential knowledge. Mm-hmm. Because if you end up like a Pharisee and a Sadducee, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You're religious. You've read the Bible. It's done nothing for you because it didn't lead you to Jesus. So so what's our solution? Okay. What, what are we going to do? You can't just read the scriptures. Let me let you in on this. Sarah said earlier, we need the Holy Spirit when it, when it comes to us reading, studying, and being led to in an encounter with Jesus. You need the Holy Spirit. So Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 through 19, and this is a prayer that Paul prayed for those in Ephesus. Mm-hmm. And really it's a prayer that, that he prays for us, right? It's a prayer that we need to pray for one another. Mm-hmm. It's a prayer that we need to pray for ourselves as we get into the word of God and have the word of God get into us. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Ephesians 1, 17 through 19. Listen to this prayer. The that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory in the inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. Amen. You hear that? It's a lot. But but here's what he's saying. He's saying, here's what you need. I'm praying for you that you have the spirit Mm -hmm. of wisdom Mm -hmm. and revelation Mm -hmm. in what? In the knowledge Mm -hmm. of who? Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm praying that you would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened and there's so much word picture in this. I love this because I've experienced this. I know this. So this spirit of wisdom and revelation is the Holy Spirit coming and and giving you wisdom mm-hmm. in what God's word says. It's And it's also revelation. Mm-hmm. It is literally the, the uncovering, the uncovering of something for you to behold. Mm-hmm. It gets revealed. Yeah. It's you reading, studying the scripture, and the Holy Spirit comes and takes the cover off of some beautiful truth of God that allows you to then have that aha moment. Yeah. That, oh my gosh, moment. That moment where you go, you know what, man? I've read that verse or that chapter a million times in my life. But now I see it and know it like this. 
And so we need to pray as we dive into the word of God for the spirit of wisdom and revelation, what? In the knowledge, Mm -hmm. because add to your faith virtue and add to virtue knowledge. Mm -hmm. We get this increased sense of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus, that our understanding gets enlightened, gets literally means to be flooded with light. Yeah. We're not walking in darkness anymore. Yeah, I, I, you know, I may be wrong, but as you are um, social media evangelists and you share this word, um, I, I think that somebody probably is going to get a hold of this who didn't know, that didn't know. That is one of those that said, I've read the word and they're with joy. They're, they're thankful that they've read the word, but Jesus came and he gave us a tutor later when he ascended and our tutor is the Holy spirit. So don't feel, you know, guilted or condemned somehow by not having known that you need the Holy spirit Mm -hmm. to teach you. Mm -hmm. That's a portion of it. And, and what we would encourage you in is asking the Holy Spirit, like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's been the word has been milked to me to this point. Mm-hmm. And and now, Lord, I want it to be meat. Mm. I know there's more. I know there's more than just reading a bunch of words. So Holy Spirit, tutor me mm. in the understanding of what you really have hidden in every verse because there's layers and layers and layers and it never ends. It's living. It's living and it, there's just more all the time. So ask him in and ask the Holy spirit to help you, um, see more to what he's speaking to you to experiential, experientially know know, more. Yeah. It said it's manna, right? So you have to chew on it. You need to meditate on it. Take it in. Take it in Yeah, uh, and experience it, taste it and see that it is good, that Jesus is good. Yeah. So Hebrews chapter four, verse 12, right? We're just kind of, we're just going to close with this. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says, the word of God, Mm. it is living and it is powerful that it's a um, discerner Mm -hmm. of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And it is able to penetrate deep into the hearts of people. Yeah. Listen. It's going to challenge you. This is what the word is meant to do. Yeah. It's living. It's alive. It's powerful. God said in the old covenant, he said, that he sent his word Mm -hmm. and it healed them. God said that uh, the word that he speaks, he's going to send it out for its its purpose. Mm -hmm. It's going to accomplish the very purpose Mm -hmm. for which he sent it. Mm -hmm. And so, y'all, God's word is powerful. And allow the knowledge of the word of God to, to have you experience Jesus in a greater way. Pray before you start, as Sarah was saying. Pray before you open God's word. Lord, may this word today be living and powerful to me. Holy Spirit, would you come and give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation? Would you speak to me? Would you reveal things to me? I want to grow. I want to see what this verse means to me today or this passage means to me today. You don't just read 
the Bible. Mm-hmm. You got to let the Bible read you. Yeah. And when that happens, you're going to add to your faith virtue and to virtue, you're going to add knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that knowledge that's experiential, you'll never be the same. You will grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus, which is what this whole thing's about. So God bless you all today on this 4th of July here in the United States of America. There we go. (laughs) God bless America. God bless you. We love you. We look forward to seeing you next Monday from Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. Not Laguna Beach. That's where we'll be next Monday. That's right. But anyway, we love you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And may the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Mm -hmm. be yours as you give yourself to the word and the will and the ways of God. God bless you mightily. Remember, share this word. Mm -hmm. Share this with somebody. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Man, just get engaged. Come on, be a social media missionary and help us get the word out. God bless you. We love you. We look forward to seeing you real, real soon. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. God bless America.